lot of work. And, and uh, but it, I, I got the impression that that uh, Sioux Falls is, is chomping at the bit to be a part of uh, a Triple A, to become a Triple A affiliate. So I would imagine there may be uh, a framework of a battle plan in somebody's desk or in somebody's drawer. Uh, to to uh, enact if they thought there was a chance of it happening. Lavelle E. Neal III, Twins beat writer, who, according to his source within the Minnesota Twins, what you just heard, plus, yes, it's T. Danny Sanford. He wants he wants to be a part of this. Uh, it's what he wrote in his column today, too, that Sioux Falls is hungry for baseball, which I know, Craig, you must have chuckled at when you saw that line. I fell out of my chair when I saw that. Because you don't feel like this town and many of the people of this town and the sports fans of this town are hungry for baseball. But uh, it, it very clearly, to me, is more of a sign that officials at Sanford, and specifically T. Denny Sanford, who you can't you you wouldn't be able to fund the new stadium, new facilities, and make it possible for the Twins to be a... a, a Bring their AAA affiliate from Rochester, New York to Sioux Falls if you don't have T. Denny Sanford's money, especially in this economy. But a lot of people have received it over the years, and Kelby Krabinoff, the Sanford Health CEO, has been a master at uh, at coaxing it as well. It's very believable. All of this is believable to me, Craig, that at, at the very least there's an effort, and it's a Sanford-driven effort for this to happen because this is what Sanford and Sanford Sports has been doing for over 10 years. Is it a little more believable to you now that you've heard Lavelle? I'm not uh, convinced it's a Sanford issue. I'm not. Um, I think, uh, I mean, even Lavelle said uh, the Twins think, uh, since they have an association with T. Denny, that uh, he's a billionaire and he'd be willing to uh, maybe do something in Sioux Falls. I think it's more T. Denny than okay. a Sanford issue. Um, it, it, I Again, uh, play Debbie Downer for me. I think there is no chance, and you know what, that this is going to happen because of the investment that it would take not only to build it and get a AAA team, which would be about $80 million, but then the operations. And if you think you're going to get 8,000 people out there for AAA baseball, we're all, we already have AA baseball in Sioux Falls. What we have in Sioux Falls for the Canaries is AA ball. That's the quality of play. We'll see. We would see a bump. We would see a bump, but there is no way, and I will love to be wrong. There is no way, and especially now with this economic situation we're in, that T. Denny is going to write a check for eighty million and say, "Yeah, let's bring AAA baseball to Sioux Falls." But what would it take? Thirty million, twenty million, ten million, forty million? That's the Again, deal. The stadium, the stadium in St. Paul, it costs. No, I know what the stadium. Yes, sixty-five. It would be seventy million in Sioux Falls, probably. And, and we're if you assuming. want AAA. You got to pay twenty million mm-hmm. just for the AAA name. All right, but apparently there's an effort for it to happen. Uh, I my- don't. I just. I don't believe it. I really don't. Okay. And again, it's the St. Paul Saints are their first choice if they're going to try to make it happen. But Lavelle said it's doubtful that they're going to convince the Saints and their ownership group that includes Bill Murray to ever uh, stray away from being independent and doing their own thing and making plenty of money doing that. So, a lot to chew on there, and we bring in Mike Hendrickson, tires, 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 fan line. So, you're kind of caught up on what uh, on what that first segment with Lavelle was about, Mike. Good to have you, as always, and we'd love to hear your thoughts on all this. Thanks. Um, trying to think of a delicate way to put this, so, and I can't really. Hmm. So, I'm just, Please I'm don't. just gonna, gonna, uh, no, I'm just gonna leave it alone. Uh, I'm, I'm siding with Craig on this one. I just, I don't see it. 
However, I have also been wrong numerous times in my life uh, when it comes to predicting what was and wasn't going to happen on the sports scene. So, but uh, I, uh, yeah, I, and of all times, not now. But again, I've I've been wrong before. So we'll see what happens. Mike, I don't remember the last time you were wrong. You are uh, you are <laughs> solid. <laughs> I haven't talked to your wife, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's interesting. If this was a year ago, um, when the economy in Sioux Falls and South Dakota and the region were were on all cylinders, uh, makes a world of difference. Huge difference right now. And there's a timeline for Major League Baseball to get this done. And, and I don't think Sioux Falls can be in that timeline because they have to build a new stadium. That'll take a couple of years. And then just in the investment, I, I just don't see it. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, the timing, uh, yeah, I, I completely, if, if it was uh, if it was a year ago, yes, it would it would make great sense. Right now, not so much to me, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Mike Hendrickson, Coasts, Calling All Sports with Marco and Mike H. Weekdays 2 to 3 right here on KWSN. He hosts the South Dakota Sports History Show Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. right here on Fox Sports 98.1 as well. And Which, by the way, is brand new tomorrow. I'm very excited. Brand new shows coming your way. We got got some things figured out, and so we're we're back uh, with, with brand new shows for you. Although I have heard from a lot of people who have enjoyed the uh, hearing some of the repeats, but uh, Lynn Frederick, who is, uh, he was a college player, well, high school, he's from Fort Pier, and then played Dakota Wesleyan. His first job was in Lyman County, then he had a heck of a team at Agar, which is, when he left the high school, Agar had 21 students, and they closed uh, a couple years later. They're now part of Sully Buttes. And then, uh, of course, Lynn, best known for his many, many years as both boys and girls coach at Brookings High School. So there you go. There's my plug for tomorrow. Very cool. I see him all the time walking around the Sanford Pentagon, my daughter's 13, 14-year-old basketball games, whatever we go there. He's always coaching some team, um, some youth team still these days. If that's, if that's who I'm thinking about, the former Brookings coach, I believe that's yep. who I'm thinking about. Yeah, yeah I, it wouldn't surprise me at all. And yeah. uh, he, tells, he tells two stories uh, that, are, that are absolutely classic. The uh, Dakota Wesleyan beating Huron on a 75-foot shot uh, to make to win the conference and go on to the postseason. Um, Lynn was on the floor at the time, and he describes the entire thing in great detail, uh, as well as I've ever heard it described. And if you have ever experienced, well, what's the best way to put it? If if there's a good way to explain a goat on the court. Uh, the story, you will hear a goat on the court story coming up from Lynn tomorrow. That's great. Wow. So, yeah, How yeah. South Dakota is that? <laughs> exactly. Wow. Midwest in general. But of yeah. Course. Yeah. And, you know, you were mentioning, Craig was mentioning how you've never been wrong. And Craig would know because you guys have been working in radio together for 20 years now, almost, well, 19 uh, officially when uh, Sports Talk with Craig and Mike started. Uh, in April of 2001, but you guys have known each other well before then. You had been on uh, separate and competing radio stations and morning shows for a time in the 80s and then the early 90s. And, Mike, you dug up a golden oldie, which if you follow Mike <laughs> Henriksen on Facebook, you can see it. And you brought the physical copy of the Argus Leader from 
uh, April of 1993. And the whole point of how we can explain it in a couple minutes here on this show is just how different radio was, how kooky it got. Craig has told me stories about morning radio bits and uh, I guess you could call it gimmicks to get ratings and... uh, that was that was pretty cool stuff. I'll let you guys reminisce about that. Yeah, that was. Did you get a chance to look at it, Craig? I did. I did, Mike. And uh, there were pictures of, what, uh, a dozen, 15 uh, announcers that were on the air in Sioux Falls at that time. And uh, you and I look uh, exactly the same today. <laughs> so we did in 93. Yeah, it was really remarkable. It was like, like picking up a mirror. Uh, <laughs> Craig, had, but, uh, Craig had some hair there, man. Woo. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He had, uh, I I had my share. That that is probably one of. Uh, and I'm trying to remember why I would have gotten my hair cut about that time, because that's probably the shortest hair that I had in that particular picture. You've seen my the various pictures of me with the mullet. Those were my uh-huh. my mullet days, but. Uh, but apparently I got it, gotten a cut or it didn't show up in that picture for some reason. But, but, yeah, two of the things that stood out to me was, number one, it was in Section G of the Argus Leader. They had so many sections. We were in Section G, uh, which uh, which is a bit of a, of a change. And also the fact that the reason that the article was done was to talk about the fact that it was going to be ratings period for radio stations. That, you know, basically we were getting free publicity from another media, which, you know, obviously doesn't happen these days either. So, um, although it's a little better now than it used to be, but, but, uh, but yeah, those were two of the things. And, and I had forgotten, quite honestly, my, uh, uh most embarrassing moment, uh, on the air. I had remembered a few of the others because there, there were question and answer, uh, period, you know, with, with all of the, morning folks and that's the thing craig there's you know 12 or 14 or whatever it was those were just the morning guys and uh so uh that's that's kind of remarkable too um but i had remembered bill daniels uh, uh for folks who remember bill bill's most embarrassing moment was uh he was uh interviewing who he thought was billy powell of the uh of uh, uh leonard skinnerd and uh, became friends with him and stuff, and and it turns out the guy wasn't Billy Powell. Um, so getting, I, I, you know, that's a rather low level, you know, celebrity to get buzzed by. But uh, but anyway, that was that was one. Um, I what I had forgotten ours. Ours was we used to do a thing. We would call people on their birthdays. People would send us letters and say, "Hey, would you?" call my mom she's turning 40 or my dad's turning 50 or whatever we called this one one day a gal was turning 83 and no one had contacted us to update the information so we called this lovely woman on the air who is turning 83 and she was nice and you know kind of reserved and stuff but um so they had mentioned that they were going to be having a family gathering and to celebrate and, and sort of surprise her. And, and I said, actually, and I don't remember who said what exactly, but I was doing morning radio with Chad McKenzie. And, and basically we said, well, you know, it's going to be really nice that the whole family's getting together. <laughs> and, and she kind of starts, you know, well, how did you know the family? Well, it, it's here in the letter. 
oh, well, the family's getting together because my son passed away. Oh, yeah. oh my! How'd you dig your way out of that one? I I don't I, I I like I say I'd forgotten the incident. I think I had probably just flushed it from my mind, yeah. you know, because it was so so uncomfortable and so horrible. And and I'm sure we said something like we're you know terribly sorry for your loss or whatever, and just you know got out of it. But uh, but I don't think we continued doing. Uh, morning birthdays much longer after that. I think that was <laughs> Chad and I weren't real wild about doing that anyway, and uh, I think that's kind of what brought it to a screeching halt. Craig, what was your most memorable radio stunt? Well, the the Clydesdales were in Sioux Falls, and uh, I was told I had to go out there and do a live shot uh, with the Clydesdales that was going to be out at the Sioux Empire Fair. So I'm out there, and I'm out there at the time when the, the cell phone was probably as big as a briefcase. Right. Uh, <laughs> and, and, I mean, let's face it, cell towers weren't, uh, there weren't very many of them, and it would always die. And sure enough, right when I'm going on the air, it <laughs> dies. And Dan Ferris is, is my morning partner, and he calls me up right away, and I thought we were off the air, and we weren't, and I said some really, really nasty things, and I really thought that was the end of my radio career that day. And and the man who owned the company that the cell service was about called the boss immediately and goes, I hear Craig's in trouble. Do you want us to send out another cell phone so he can broadcast live from out there? The boss went, nah, I'm sorry. Just... So that, that, I was very colorful uh, that morning. So. Wow. Yeah. 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 But yeah, but but we did we did mostly successful stunts though. You, you should remember that. That's you know we actually Chad McKenzie actually lived. This is just unbelievable to me now. Um, he actually lived in the Kello van. We had a big blue van. Uh, lived in the Kello van for three days. Uh, that was being hung uh, by a crane uh, on Minnesota Avenue. So so he's like 150 feet in the air. And, and he lived up there and broadcast live from there for three days. I, it, it was, oh yeah, I mean, it was, but it was, but it was memorable. But then what we did then the following year was on April Fool's, we pretended as if Chad was broadcasting from the van again. And, and, you know, that would make no sense whatsoever, except for the fact that it had actually happened. And so people believed that it could happen again. And and we never were giving the location, and people are constantly calling in. He actually went to his house and parked the van in his garage and broadcast from his house all morning. And and, and then at 10 o'clock, we, you know, said April Fool. Uh, but Art, I had, uh, you remember Mary Wheeler, uh, Craig, Mary comes storming in one of the sales, the, the grand Grand doms of sales ladies. She comes storming into the studio because she was mad because we hadn't lined up any sponsors. She didn't even know about this promotion. How on how on earth, you know, we could have gotten your sponsors for this. We knew all about the last one. What do you guys do? And she's just chewing me from here to Tuesday over what was it, you know, and I had to tell her, Mary, she's he's not really out there. 
and then she was really ticked. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, yeah. a lot of them, a lot of them over the years. Oh, yep. thank you, thank yep. you for that earlier this week and just and just now, Mike. Appreciate it, and uh, looking forward to you and Lynn Frederick tomorrow morning, South Dakota Sports History Show, eight a.m. Sounds great. Thanks for the time. I always appreciate it. Craig, get me that segment right away. It's on the way. Thank uh, you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sports talk with Craig and John. Uh, Craig has a couple more that he's told me that I want you to hear as well that uh, that, that he did. That, that uh, You just don't hear about this in radio anymore. Top of the hour, Brett Favre is continuing the Aaron Rodgers uh, apology tour. It's Craig and John, Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, KWSN.com. Can't hear the show on the radio? No problem. We're always live at kwsn.com and on the free, easy-to-download KWSN mobile app. Sports Talk with Craig and John brought to you by Dustex. Dustex customizes entry mats. Dustex. Weplayclean.com. Craig Maddock, I'm John Gaskins, Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, KWSN.com. And you can hear us on the KWSN app. It's free for your phone, free for your smart speaker. Hear us anywhere. No excuses. And if you can't catch us during the show, the best parts of the show are podcasted every day on the Marv's Body Shop podcast page at KWSN. Dot com. That will include our interview with Lavelle E. Neal III, Twins beat writer, who says there are officials in Sioux Falls who are chomping at the bit to bring AAA baseball, the Minnesota Twins specifically, to Sioux Falls. And Denny Sanford, part of the mix. Uh, we'll bring up more of that yeah, about an hour from now. We did a lot of the first hour on that. And then we just had Mike Hendrickson on. We'll podcast his segment at KWSN.com. And again, Craig, you and Mike hosted this show together for five years, and you've been doing high school football and basketball state championships together for almost as long, although Mike stepped away from the football booth a couple of years ago. But you were both morning radio hosts in this town. Mike told a couple great stories. You've told me a couple ones. If you don't mind sharing, uh, didn't you hitchhike across town for one morning? I did. I hitchhiked uh, from the southwest corner of town. And I would hitchhike. Of course, it didn't take long. I mean, people were listening, and they would see me at one. I would, and I wouldn't stand by the bus stop because I knew I didn't want to get on the bus. But I, but I, I did hitchhike, and I did that for two hours around Sioux Falls. Someone would pick me up, you know. And here, you know, I just—it's a total stranger, and I'm I'm getting in this car with a a total stranger and this big cell phone, and. Uh, I mean, I could have easily been taken to Mexico, um, and and you never would have seen me again, but did that for two hours around Sioux Falls. Yeah, but it was all in town, so you figure a lot of people in town are staying in town. It's not like you're right, hitchhiking right. on the interstate. But I was never taken to a, a farm field and disposed of, which, you know, I mean, good grief. I mean, would you do that today? Yeah. I don't think you'd want to do that today. So, so are you interviewing the people in the car that you're being hitchhiked oh, yeah. in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, we, we got them uh, to plug uh, where they worked. Okay, and all that kind of stuff, and it was it was pretty hilarious, and 
mainly along 41st and Minnesota Avenue and, and East 10th and all that kind of stuff. So who, that, that, is, that was crazy. who is the most memorable person that drove you? Do you remember? Uh, there was a lady who worked out on the north end of town. So I went out on the north end of town and I, st- and I stayed out there for probably 20 minutes because there was no other traffic that was going back <laughs> to where I was. Okay. And so eventually some someone came out and rescued me out, out by Citibank. <laughs> Uh, where the old Citibank uh, location is, but uh, you know that's crazy. I mean, that's what you did uh, in the old uh, back then. This is twenty. This is thirty years ago, where the goal of radio was to get on television and to get in the newspaper, and we did that a lot. Um, we did a we did a morning show one time where uh, we were naked. We did the morning show naked, uh. and sure enough, KSFY showed uh. with, their, with their cameras. <laughs> Oh, good God. Ugh. We were not expecting them to, to, to show up, but... Um, they must have been listening, and they took their yeah, cameras, and yeah. they, they were yes, well, I mean, TV. It's radio. It's like, yeah, yeah, they're they're telling us they're naked. And yes. No, you were. Yeah, like just, like just every part of you? Yes. Wow. I can't whole, lie. The whole show? Uh, we did. We started like at 7, 7 to 9. It was two hours. What it, so anyway, did, you, did either crazy. of you get up out of your chairs to like uh, well, get out of your chairs? We were, we were in separate studios and we were divided by a, a, a pane window. Okay, by a window, and uh, Dan he had to do all similar to you. You're running the board right now. Yeah, uh, in that studio, and that's where he was, and I was in an adjacent studio, and so uh, they. <laughs> So KSFY is they're running they're running their uh, when they're walking in they're already running tape on this and they run into Dan's backside so <laughs> okay so that wow. was that was that was kind of weird okay so you could so you could look and you could see him through the glass and, and well they walked right in on him yeah okay um, and then they and you could see that to see me in the other room okay and uh, I was blocked. <laughs> <laughs> but, Which was good, but you, but like, there's people in the building. I'm sure salespeople coming oh, yeah. in, and, and yes, well, we had we had towels uh, oh, around the doors, okay, so that you know people walk by. Hopefully, they didn't uh, towels around the doors, yeah, like through the. Okay. It was crazy. It was crazy. Well, yeah. So you, so if you did, did you have to get up and go to the bathroom at any point during the, the, these two hours? No. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, I mean that just how stupid. That you were back then. Yeah, and uh, but, I, how but, proud of you? How proud was Faith when she saw you on, and your kids when they saw you on TV that night? Well, she sees me naked every day. <laughs> it had been nothing. <laughs> what about your kids? Were they traumatized? Oh, yeah. They. It's like you know, Dad's doing radio stuff. <laughs> you know, they they got used to it pretty easy. And, uh, crazy. Uh, stuff. Do you have that? Do you have that tape anywhere? Not that you I want to see it, but I, I mean, no, uh, there's no video, no video. Oh, I'm sure man. KSFY burned that thing a long time ago. <laughs> oh man, morning radio in the '90s. Another reason why we all love the '90s and miss them. He's Craig Maddock. I'm John Gaskins. Oh, the Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers apology tour continues. And you'll hear some of it next on Fox Sports 98.1 and KWSN.